0: You can find our podcast by searching Big Brother Sports Talk on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cash, Radio Public, and Stitcher. We are here. We are live. It's the dream team, the money team, whatever you want to call us. This is... Sports talk, the podcast. You know I'm here with my favorite co-host on the planet, Mike. Talk to the people, what up, man. What up? And on this week's episode, we're gonna be talking about that UFC brawl. Ooh. The NBA season's about to tip off. Ooh. Play on baseball. A lot of crazy stuff happened. Heating up. Week five in the NFL, and of course, week six breakdown. Mm. Mm-hmm. As soon as the music drops, we gonna be hopping in. I want to jump right into it. Let's talk some NBA. Oh, but welcome back to all the listeners. If you listened last week, we want to thank you. Thank you. And if this is your first time listening, I am the co-host, Mike. I'm the main man with the plan. Pots and pants. Nah, Mike's the main man with the plan. I'm lying. Uh, I am Derek here at Sports Talk. Uh, you can follow both of us on Twitter if you guys would like. We got at eight five six Philly is my handle. Mike's is at baby Gomez, oh seven zero six zero six. I thought it was 06. Yeah, but it's I cool. 06, 06 Not affiliated with birthday. <laughs> when I'm on, I'm always on the PlayStation <laughs> Network, and I'm always like my tagger name is something something. Zero six. 6 You get busy on the plate, Nah, not on the really. PSN, you nah, know. but I feel like when oh, people play man. me, they're like, oh, this is that young boy. He was born in '06." <laughs> <laughs> young you know what I mean? Because people yeah. usually put that. I'm about to run the score up on <laughs> him. He's a, he a young boy. <laughs> and when I win, they probably swole. They probably be, like, it's young boy beat him. How a 6 baby beating. Yeah, be yeah, <laughs> yeah. But speaking of NBA 2K, let's get right into it. We're going to talk some NBA. The season, Dariq. It's finally here. It's here. Um, LeBron Lakers, um, Lakers, Kawhi Lakers, Cavs. Right, that's the. I think that's the Lakers season opener. I'm not sure. I have the openers I, right here on the. I 16th. saw that somewhere. 76ers play the Celtics. That's gonna be a good one. The and Sixers. The, you already know how I feel about them. We spoke about them on. Uh, I think it was like week four, week five, maybe. Yeah. And they're they're still that deep, and they're only getting better. So like, Sixers Celtics. Mm. Um, in the early game. And the late game, of course, will be the Thunder versus the Warriors. I don't understand how the Thunder are playing this big game so early. Um, but that'll be the second game. Interesting fact about the Thunder. I know, I know, you hate him, but not uh, a fan. I I heard something about Russell Westbrook today. They said a former teammate of his said, and I quote, "He is probably the best player." as a teammate, to play with. And it's because of what he does behind the scenes. So do you, that That brings a, a quick NBA question. Do you believe that the NBA needs a bad guy and that there's not actually one, uh, like, a, a thorough bad guy in there? Of course. I mean, they, they paint Draymond Green. They paint Westbrook because of, you know, their attitudes. But are these really bad guys or are they just... They, they're just easy targets. Do Does the NBA really need a villain that bad? Do they need a joker to their Batman that bad? I do think they do. I, I think they do. I think they like it. You yeah. know, the NBA is all about storylines. It's not really about teams. Jesus. It's about storylines. Drama. It is. It's always about drama. It's like watching I Lifetime. Think, I think Russell Westbrook is a good villain, though. He's all right. He's I, a good I think he's just a guy that you love to hate. If you have him on your team, obviously you're going to love him because it benefits you probably. But if he's not on your team, like, but I think that's how every competitive sport should be. If they're not on your team, they, fuck them. Yeah. We're probably going to have to bleep that yeah. out. If they're not on your team, forget yeah, those guys. I like, agree. That's that, But that, that's gone. We can be friends after the after the game. Yeah, that's going after in the NBA. you take an L, we can shake hands and yeah, we can cool. cho- chop it out about your family. But like and all my that dad always stuff. used to tell me growing up, between the lines, we got no friends. We ain't got nothing to talk about. Like like we can be buddies after the game, and I feel like the NBA kind of lo- kind of lost that a little bit. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah, but that's why I think the Russell Westbrook being a villain is maybe a good storyline because there is no villains. I feel that, but he's not that good to be acting like that. I mean, that's he's top, highly. He's debatable. top tier, though. He's that's top highly tier. debatable. He's top tier. Yeah, but I'm just not the biggest Russell Westbrook fan. I understand fan. that. All right, let's let's jump in the. But that. NBA season October 16th, I how, think that's tip off night. How do you and feel the about 17th that? 17th will be a full. How do you feel about that Sixers Boston matchup? Are you are you like hype for? it? I'm not excited. Really. I mean, I'm not gassed about it. They they were voted the two mo- most excitable teams to watch. I don't even know if excitable I'm is gonna, a word. I'm going to tune in. The two most ex- exciting. We'll say that. The two most exciting teams to watch. So, like, I don't know about you, but, like, I'm thoroughly excited to watch this. Yeah, I'm going to definitely tune in. The Celtics are finally healthy. Can Kyrie they stay healthy though. Gordon Hayward. Will Gordon Hayward break his leg um, again on no, just Al kidding. Harrington. No, not Al Harrington. Yeah, Al Harrington's on. Al Horford. Al Horford. Horford. They have a good I team. Got you. Good little team. Yeah. But I'm deep. not excited. What? I mean, I'm excited. It's gonna be a good game. Warriors, NBA finals, champions right now. They're annoying. It's going to be champions. The Warriors piss me off. I literally don't even like to talk about them. That's how annoying and stacked that their team is because I can't even compare it to anything because we've, if you say that this team is comparable to the Bulls, you're lying. This is the best team that's ever been assembled, bar none. It doesn't matter. Unless you're talking an Olympic team, there's nothing that, and honestly, unless you're talking an Olympic team, there's nothing that we can even remotely throw that's in that caliber of field. Okay, let me so let me throw throw this off you real quick. Lakers, Kobe Sack, NBA Finals, Warriors, who wins? Lakers with, with Kobe and Shaq? Yeah, Lakers. And Lakers dynasty in the early and 2000s. An NBA Finals. Yeah, who wins? The Warriors. Chicago just, Bulls? Just because they have they, they, they have be, the better shooting team. So they, they would beat Mike? The, they would yeah, they would beat Mike. Um, hell yeah, else? they would beat Mike. I mean, you think about Unpopular it. Unpopular opinion. I feel like a lot of people I mean, don't if, agree with that. They probably wouldn't, but if you think about it, who who do the, the Bulls rely on to score? But I think... Pippen, it, Pippen can do it. Don't get me wrong. Jordan can do it. Don't get me wrong. But we do have to put this in the perspective of like, what rules are we playing by? Are we playing by today's it rules? It doesn't matter because if if we're playing by old school rules, the Warriors. It doesn't they're, even matter. They're kind of soft. They might Somebody be kind of soft. Body them, but, if but they could put hands, you, you can, can hand check Steph Curry. But Steph Curry's not the only option. That's the problem. Yeah, they have Kevin Durant, who's probably one of the best scorers we've seen in the last twenty years. And that's yeah, that's just being that's just being honest. I, I think, think he's, he's one of the greatest I of think, all time. I think. Yeah, he's, Shoot, he's definitely out there. I think he's better than LeBron scoring wise. I don't think he's a better overall player. So before somebody gets their panties in a bunch, I think he's a better score. Yeah, I think it's he's not He's Probably debatable. the most thoroughbreded score you know, that yeah. we've we've seen. Yeah. So that being said, he Curry's not the only weapon. You stop Curry, you still have to count for KD. You don't know what Draymond's gonna yeah. do. He'll every now and then Draymond will go off and give another, you like twenty six points. Clay Thompson, we're not even we haven't even dug into Clay Thompson. I just listed three people who weren't Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson is the fourth best player on that team. We've named all All Stars too, and they're all quick awesome. question. Quick and then question. Boogie, yeah. they added Boogie. Is Draymond Green? Can Draymond Green? Can Draymond Green carry a franchise by himself, or no. does he need those other guys? No, He's he needs he, him. No, he's not hype. He's not hype. Draymond he's Green just, is very good. He's, he's just probably a, right now he's the best two way player in the NBA because Kawhi hasn't been healthy. So I'm not gonna say Kawhi. Yeah, he's the best two way player in the NBA okay. right now. Okay. So they they need Draymond though, 100. percent That's why when it comes down to it, they're probably gonna get rid of Klay Thompson versus you know getting rid of a guy like Draymond Green because essentially he is your defense. Like when you have to play stellar defense. They go to Draymond Green. You're not gonna look at Clay Thompson and be like, Yo, lock him up, Clay. Yeah. You got him D that man up. It's not gonna happen. Clay's not a slack on defense though. No, he's not a slack, but he's not Draymond Green. Yeah. But I think we this is what we should do, Derek Um, follow Derek's sports page at eight five six Philly it. and we'll have a poll on there. We'll throw a poll up. We'll yeah. do like the top four teams in our opinion. We're not. We won't say them right now because we'll kind of we'll get we'll get in deeper into that. Yeah, we'll dive and we'll, we'll have some a poll, research. and we want to hear what you guys think. Do we? Do we think it's a complete easy layup for the Warriors? Yes. Or do you think something else? Just let us know. On do the- you think something else? I need a comment below as to why, yeah. and I don't even care how many comments you leave. The you could leave five. The explaining poll might why. look like Golden State Warriors, like strongly agree, kind of agree, agree. Yeah, it might look something like that. Or and we then, might throw some and other then like if you out, disagree, like... it's going to say disagree. And it's like, remember when you go to the store and you fill out those applications? Yeah. Like, Yo, if you had a bad experience, yes. When... And why? Why type in a paragraph? That's The what thing is be. though, when whenever you do that, I only fill them out on two occasions. One, if my customer service was stellar, because then I feel like, you know what? I, I You should be rewarded for that. And I hope... This gets you that, like you yeah, filling have this survey. Or if my customer service was bad, I make sure they know about that shit because I don't play that. And to everyone listening to this, when you have great customer service, let the people know because you'll get something for free. Even when you, even when you, if you like say, "Yo, that was amazing," they'll treat you. Yeah. And if they tell you, and if it's really bad, they'll treat you. Yeah. So next time you go to the to the restaurant, and make sure you're tipping the proper. Yeah, don't be I'll one do. of those guys. Throw a dollar in there. But NBA tip-off October 17th, 16th is the first night. The 17th, I think that'll be the full slate of games. We'll get into that next week before the season starts. But let's move on to our next topic. Real quick, did you see my Twitter? What was it? You see those Prince photos I put up? Oh. Prince could oh, y'all. If you haven't seen it, 856 Philly again. Prince can hoop. The pictures look phenomenal. Like, okay, so for those of you who don't know, uh there was a comic by the name of late great Charlie Murphy, Eddie Murphy's Murphy. brother. R.I.P. Um, he told a story on the Chappelle show and said that Prince beat him in basketball, and they did a whole skit about it. You should look it up. It's hilarious. He but said he said challenging to a game. Long he story. story short, at the end of at the end of it, he was he was literally trying to convince the crowd or whoever was watching that Prince could really hoop. And, like, there are still some doubters out there. I found some photos of of Prince hooping. It looked... They looked thorough. The jumper looked crazy. They looked thorough. <laughs> the only thing that looked suspect about the photos was the outfit that Prince was wearing. He but said, Charlie Charlie Murphy even warned us about that. He said, I, he said, I know where you got that, that T-shirt, <laughs> and the dance floor wasn't the men's department. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, rest yeah, that, in peace Prince, too. Yeah. Definitely. R.I.P. Yeah, it looks like you. It looks like them, he could ball. That's just I mean that, that looked like him enjoying his life. Yeah. But I just thought that was something something cool. If you yeah. guys want to check that out, follow me on Twitter at 856 or follow Mike at BabyGomez 6 not affiliated with the A Yeah, not, <laughs> yeah. not <laughs> my like birth that. year. <laughs> not my birth year. Let's talk some baseball, man. Yeah, so over the weekend, a lot of crazy stuff has happened. Mm. The divisional series of the playoffs is wrapping up. Mm. National League and American League is set. Brewers, we'll go National League first. Brewers completely dominate the Colorado Rockies. Kristen Yellick, the MVP, came up big. The pitching for the Brewers is phenomenal. This, for the Brewers, this will be their first NLCS appearance since the year 2001. And in 2011. No, 2011, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. Some of the notable players on that 2011 team, Craig Council. Craig Council is actually the Milwaukee Brewers manager at the moment. Prince Fielder, Zach Granke, Ryan Braun, which is still on the team, and Carlos Gomez. He's on Texas now. He's been all over. But Ryan Braun's still on the team. And I remember last week when we talked about MVPs and I talked Christian Yellick, the Brewers have had an NL MVP before in Ryan Braun, but Ryan Braun's MVP was shadowed by steroids, mm. if you heard about that. But Craig Council was That'll on the Brewers. that MVP chances. Craig Council was on the Brewers the last time they've been to the championship series. That's just pretty crazy. Craig Council was born in Milwaukee, loved the Brewers his whole life, played on the Brewers, and now he's coaching the Brewers. To what it looks like could full, be their first full World circle. Series appearance in a long time. Full circle. And they're looking really good. That's got to be amazing. There's got to be some kind of award for that. He's, like He's probably super happy. Like, could you imagine growing up, loving the Eagles, playing on the Eagles, and then coaching the Eagles? Doug Peterson. He played on the Eagles? He played on the Eagles. That's dope. That's a great he, story. He wasn't a starter. He was a backup, I Still, believe. But he played coach won a Super see, Bowl. You see, that's just great so and that's on, dope yeah and on the other side shout out to Craig Council on the other side the Braves and the Dodgers the Dodgers completely dominated but to break it up in the middle new segment alert new segment, new segment. it's not a new one we've done it before Derrick I just wanna say congratulations, congratulations. hey shout out. <laughs> Post Malone's overrated but yeah he is say congratulations To the Atlanta Braves left fielder, 20-year-old Ronald Acuna. Mm. The youngest player at the age of 20, like I just said, to hit a grand slam in the postseason in game three to avoid the sweep. I like it. The Braves score seven runs. He got four of them in one swing. Mm. And what's crazy about the grand slam is if you didn't watch 3-0 count, the umpire calls a strike on the next pitch. is a ball way high, Mm -hmm. but Acuna kind of drops the bat. And he kind of like gave up on the like the pitch before it even came. Uh-huh. The umpire calls it a strike. It's a ball, clear ball. Mm-hmm. Umpire calls it a ball. The next pitch, grand slam. I had some Ronald some Acuna. Twitter fans that were like raging about that. That they was, was like, nuts. What's going on with this ump? Is he blind? That like, was nuts. They were ripping. Oh, him. that was no. What you're talking about is the Do- I mean, the guy who was umpiring in the Yankees and Red Sox game. Yeah, that Angel one Angel Hernandez. We'll jump too. into that. I had, no, I had I got some uh, some <clears throat> oh, Dodger oh. Twitter fans. Yeah, yeah. Too. So. Dodgers, they're, they're they finish off the Braves, advance into the NLCS. David Freeze, veteran David Freeze in game four. The vets coming through. Yeah. Like always, honestly. Yeah, that's kinda, it's kind of, it's like he's uh, full circle. That's like that handy, um, Dave, that handy tool. Yeah, David Freeze hits a two out. I think it was a single with the bases loaded. In the t- bottom, in the top of the seventh inning, blew the game open. Bases, I mean, then Manny Machado walks up and hits a two run home run. That kind of takes the game completely out of reach. It makes the game 6-2. to two. In the 7th, they kind of took all the energy. David Freeze, the Braves were winning 1-2. to two, And when the 7th was over, they were losing. Yikes. And so it was tough being a Braves fan. Lucas Duda walks up. I think it was the 8th or the ninth inning. Two runners on. Hits a bomb right field. Just foul. That took the air completely out of the Braves. That's right, got to be deflating. Point. It was crazy. I hopped out of my seat. For those of you who don't know. Foul ball. That's like having a punt return call back for holding. Like you, you did all this effort, broke mad tackles, getting the end zone. Yeah. Not so fast. So the Braves, being a young team, being a head, head of schedule, they were one for eight with runners in scoring position and finished, and finished the whole entire series. Well on Monday's Monday's game When they got eliminated 1 for 8 With runners in scoring position And in the whole series In the f- 4 games that they played They were 2 for 15 With runners in scoring position You're not going to win a World Series Doing stuff like that But the Braves Young team Ahead of schedule It was a good season Kind of escaped from the, NLC, NL, the NL East With the Phillies complete collapse And chop off But um, Now on the other side the American League. Yankees Red Sox last night. Yankees got dealt with. Yeah, that was on that was game two Monday night. Yankees A complete got complete blowout, fourteen to one. The worst Yankees loss in franchise history in the postseason. And in last night's game, it came down to the last pitch mm. to go on that Dari. Do you know what three hundred million dollars will get you with the bases loaded the bottom of the ninth inning down three 300 million dollar man walks to the plate i know i know exactly what it'll get you and let me tell you it'll get you into last week's segment that we introduced called the hot seat stanton you're there take a seat buddy take a seat I'm glad that you said that. That's exactly right. Hot seat. Yankees fans, $300 million. J.D. Martinez signed it to the Yankees for not even half of that. And he's out here almost winning Triple Crowns. It's safe to say that the Red Sox won last year's free agency. I would say. Stanton. Money well invested. Stanton. Stanton. You need to do better. 300. Could have earned his pinstripes right three, then and there. Yes. Right 300. That's what they say. Million wow. dollars. And the plate appearance was disgusting. Yuck. And on the other side, we're off the Yankees. Red Sox, they advanced 3-1 to one series. They beat the Yankees. I heard they're looking really good. They are really. They're looking pretty good. The, the, the bullpen's all right. The offense is in full swing. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. Let. I mean, Mookie Betts. Can they do it? Mookie Betts, this is right here, right now. You need to perform now. I ran into Rave about you. MVP. You do this. Can they do it? Can the Red Sox do it? Can they do it? This is a perfect way to say. Do you know who the Red Sox are playing? I mean, Mookie was your guy. Yeah, and he's struggling in the postseason. He he got a hit the other big hit the other night in the blowout, but it was blowout. Who cares? Is he is he really like struggling or is it just that the spotlight's on him and he's not like killing it? It, Because sometimes that's what it is. Like you look at like just for instance, like off topic, Pat Mahone's numbers and struggling Aaron Rodgers numbers through like week five, they're almost identical. But it's just like the spotlight's on Rodgers, so people are like, ah, he's not performing. I would say he's not performing. He's not performing to Mookie Betts. Okay, like like three, he batted almost three forty. Yeah, in the regular season, and he's struggling in the playoffs. But Mookie Betts, it's time step up. You can run with away with the uh, with the MVP right here. Let's be honest, the postseason most definitely influences who win MV who wins MVP. Yeah, Could, would you agree? Yeah, I, w- I would. agree. Now, Mookie Betts, let's say you run there. the The Red Sox are gonna play the Houston Astros in the American League Championship Series. Houston made very very light work of the Cleveland Indians mm. outscoring the Cleveland Indians 21-6 to in the three-game clean sweep. So the Red Sox are going to face off with them them, fo- them football two 100-game two winners in the Astros and the Red Sox. And Mookie Betts, this is your opportunity to run away with that AL MVP and just go out there and ball, defeat 100-win team Go out there and ball, win a World Series, I'm win team number two. It, so would that almost the be the team, shoe win though? Would that that be like, like that? This is a guy. Like he don't really have anything else to prove. If he, let's say he shows up it. in this one, this is it, Michael Jackson. This, this is, is it. it. Yep. All right. Um, you so heard it here first. We'll, Sox, we'll call, can we call that a prediction? We if can. He call shows, it? If he shows up, He's that's it. it. He's the guy. All right. Prediction right if there. He shows boom. up. He's the guy. So we have Red Sox, Astros, Dodgers, Brewers. If he doesn't win and he shows up, Mike's cutting off all his facial hair. We'll do it live. I'm just kidding. I won't have that. Live on Instagram. (laughs) But Playoff Baseball's full swing championship series are going to start in the next few days. So if you haven't, I would go check it out. Which brings me to a new segment that will also lead us into a topic. Actually, this isn't a new segment. This is a segment that we did before. But I'm gonna run it back. They want to say congratulations. They wanna say congratulations. <laughs> you know who they're saying it to though? Let me know. Derek Lewis. He that was one of the best performances. Not of not the only night. not only for the te- for the knockout. We'll get to that. But have you seen him in the media, bro? He told Joe Rogan, fuck that shit you talking about, I need to work out. <laughs> he said, <laughs> "He said my balls was hot. <laughs> they asked him why he took his shirts off, and he said, my balls was hot. <laughs> yeah. But shout out to that guy. He hit, that's what you call, last second, like, Absolutely. buzzer beater in the ring. Absolutely. That was a buzzer looked, beater in UFC if I ever saw one. He looked gassed. Yeah, he did. He did. But guess what? He got it done. They said... He's like the knockout king. And his next fight is actually going to be for the title. So yeah, definitely congratulations to Derrick Lewis. Like, that was a Hail Mary bomb, three-point game winner, whatever you want to call it. Derrick Lewis made it happen. Like, it was amazing. I remember I went to the bar with a couple of buddies. And uh, not that I was drunk or anything, but everybody was going crazy because that's how exciting it was. But congratulations to that, man. His next fight actually... Coming up, is going to be for Belt. Yeah, for Daniel he's, Cormier, right? He's, yeah, he's going to, versus DC. Did you see the, the post interview for that was even funny? They asked him, he said he feel like DC disrespected. So they asked him about it in the post meeting. Guess what this man said? what did he say? He said, I ain't like the commercial you did about Popeye's. that's crazy right this man he's a he's a showman in one of the best ways but speaking of showmen let's just dive into ufc in general let's get into it ufc 229 i was gonna break it down like into the whole event but let's get right to it i mean we're not we're not gonna i'll I'll touch on the fights real quick well what is it michelle whatever i didn't watch that fight i know it sounds sexist y'all gonna hate me but I had just got to the bar I worked that night I we left fought, work early. we watch women fight too yeah we do don't don't be that guy that's like oh y'all Dominique Reyes guy. won the light heavyweight that fight was trash honestly it was probably the most boring fight yeah, that I watched I was about to go to uh, sleep. Tony Ferguson won it a good fight uh, they stopped that fight because Frankie ate, uh, well, no, it was yeah it was Anthony Pettis broke his hand so that fight was kind of soft though too. Both of them were leaking all over the place, but it didn't really look like anybody was doing much. Now let's jump into the main event. Yeah, we we just talked about that other stuff. Shout out to everybody who did fight that night. Yeah, you guys put on a show. But lightweight you, bout. You know why we're here. You, you know, I'm only here so I won't get fined. But me and have been talking about this since the night it happened. This, so we're and we wait. we honestly haven't discussed. The fight like thoroughly between the two of us since then because we wanted to save it for the show. I know this is about to get good. I'm gonna honestly just give Mike the floor first because <laughs> I got a lot to say. Uh, we gonna somebody's in the hot seat though, the entire UFC is in the hot seat, yeah. and we'll dive into that. But that's also we got three hot seats this I, week. I want to start it off with one question Do you think Conor McGregor won the third round? Do you think he stole the round? Um, was the third round when they stood up and he kind of boxed him? I think the he. Second? I think he won the third round. That was the okay. third. So, You're right. So Khabib, Khabib was winning the fight regardless. I think even if it went to the cards, Khabib would have won the fight. Hundred percent. He he won three out of four rounds before tapping him out. So even if Conor McGregor had won the the fifth round after that, I think he would have lost. I agree. Conor McGregor, Khabib. Kick it off, mate. UFC 229. Do your thing. Live from Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel? Connor looked. I felt Khabib looked way stronger, way way more. I don't know. I wouldn't say hungry, but he looked stronger. Connor, like physically put stronger on, And him. and this is gonna sound. It, this might be a little shocking coming from me, cause like you know I I back him up. Connor put on a piss poor effort. Period. I don't care what anybody says. You can debate me all you want. If it's arguable that you won the one round, and it's it's definitely debatable yeah, yeah. that you could you could you know make a good case that Khabib may have won that round as well. But you come out, you've you've talked all this mess. Oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. Khabib comes out, takes you down, like a, a like a fifth grader. That was a good takedown in the first round. It was he a, dove at his it legs. It was a that was decent a good... takedown. But the thing is, like, it it was almost like Connor didn't even try and fight it. And then after that, Khabib's working the pass. For those of you who don't know about the ground game, working the pass is, like, pretty much a term for putting in all the effort and attempt to advance your position. I talked to one of my UFC guys. He said that Connor was kind of just surviving on the ground. Yeah. I thought he Absolutely. looked all right. But That's talking 100%. to people who like the UFC and, like, they watch it, like, they're, like, into a real big yeah. They said he just survived. He did one hundred percent. And like it he was pretty it. much stalled. What I would call that's stalling exactly the word until the round that. was over. Like a child. That's a that's a child's attempt. And it's not like you're up by points. And in high school, when you wrestle in high school and you're up by points and like you got a guy, he's trying to make a turn or something like that. You're up by like five. They tell you to stall. They're not gonna outright say it because like you get dq'd for that. But, but you know what they they mean. tell you in the and they tell you in your ear stall. All right, I just sit there, waste time, fight him a little bit, don't do anything. That's pretty much what Conor did, and it was sad because Conor's a champion. Now, when they stood up, here's my beef with Conor. They stood up, and Conor should have been throwing bombs. Bombs, and the only reason why is because he knew he wasn't going to beat Khabib on the ground. I knew he wasn't going to beat Khabib on the ground. My six-year-old daughter knew that. Conor McGregor was not gonna beat Khabib so on the said, ground. She said, "Hey, daddy, he's on the ground. Is Conor McGregor done now?" Yeah, he was like, "She was like, it's a bad look." But <laughs> <laughs> everybody knew that wasn't a possibility for Conor. So what he needed to do was knock Khabib out or TKO him. When he stood up, it looked like he was just just sparring. He didn't look aggressive with the hands, really. I would would argue argue that Khabib was hitting him with some shots, even standing up. He hit him with a shot that crumbled him. I don't know what round that was. I think it might have been the second, but I think it was that he just kind of caught him in one of those. Kind of recovered well. I'll be honest. But you didn't do anything. Conor really didn't do anything to impress anybody in any of those rounds. There was at no point that I feel like Conor was in control of that fight. So, with that being said, late in the fourth round was it fourth fourth round? Could be gets Conor in a rear in naked chokehold. He got tapped out. It was out. like what I saw. What Joe Rogan said on his podcast. He said it was like a neck crank. I guess. Yeah, it was a choke it, it, neck it, crank. It definitely choke. when you. Like, if I had to name the move, it's it's going to be a rear naked choco. But what happened was, sometimes when you're in transition, people will tuck their heads. Really strong guys will just take your head and turn it consistently until your chin is aligned with your shoulder. Now, what that does, for those of you who don't understand, why did he tap? He can still breathe. Yes, you can still breathe, but he's also creating pressure between his chest, pectoral se- section, and his biceps with your chin so he's essentially taking your chin and pushing it together if you've never felt that pain don't ask me why connor tapped because it's it's ridiculous you might i'd rather i'd much rather be choked out than have my neck cranked like so connor mcgregor loses the loses. fight l was there anything in the fight that made you feel like I want to see this again. Conor McGregor deserves a rematch. I want to see it again because I think Conor McGregor thought he was just gonna walk right through Khabib, and now he knows for a fact he can't because Khabib beat him. Conor has a better performance in him than that. Yeah, uh, but absolutely. If we're going, I don't st- know if he's gonna beat Khabib again. If we're going strictly we'll off that fight, at all. I don't know if we saw enough to be like, "Yo, Conor almost had him. He deserved a rematch." Well, not. I I wouldn't say. He deserves a rematch because he almost had him. I would say his what he's done for the sport in general and his resume entitles him to an immediate rematch. So, since they know he has more in the tank. it's kind of like it's kind of like the Ronda Rousey situation when she lost, Dana White came out and said she she can get an immediate rematch if she wants it because she's been the champion for so long. Like, she's done so much, she's faulting everybody they put in front of her. You don't duck anybody, you know. What I mean, that's an immediate rematch. When Silva came out and lost to Weidman, they same same courtesy gave him an immediate rematch yeah. when he was ready. So it's just like protocol in the yeah. UFC. So I I wouldn't say like in that fight, if we're judging based off the fight, if he earned an immediate rematch, absolutely not. But his resume cements that he will indeed get an immediate rematch. Dana White hasn't come out and say it. Obviously because they're gonna build up height, they gotta deal with the legal stuff. Do you think Khabib will be suspended? I think he'll be suspended, but I don't think he'll be stripped of his title. I know a lot of people They said he could be fined up to two million dollars. Well Isn't that the purse? That's just crazy. That is his purse. purse? But they I think they adjusted it and said it would be ten percent of his purse. So if for those of you who don't know Somebody pay him. The reason why we're pay talking him. about fines and things like that is because if you didn't watch the fight, I'm pretty sure you at least heard about the aftermath of the fight. After the fight, Conor McGregor gets choked out, whatever, stands up, Khabib's running his mouth over top of him. Obviously we knew that was gonna happen because of all I the build up beforehand. On him. I don't know about that. I didn't see any spit, so I can't. Crazy. It looked crazy. It did. He was like standing over another top of. Uh, he was standing over top of another grown man, yelling in his face, which which I expected. After that, Khabib walks over. He takes his mouth out, throws it against the cage, Mouse and piece. he's like pointing, pointing to somebody outside of the cage. They're exchanging words. Apparently, it was Conor McGregor's like training team or something. Was somebody along on his the line. team, yeah. Khabib then jumps the cage. And just does like a, a mule kick into the crowd and starts swinging. Chaos is breaking out. On that end, I can't tell who's punching who. Connor McGregor then gets up, finds energy out of nowhere because he was recovering on the ground, gets up, goes to walk over. He tries to jump the cage, and somebody's like pulling him by his legs. In the meantime, he smacks Khabib's manager or something but like that. But did you in see the, face. They saw the video. Did you see the video of Connor speaking on that? That someone was jumped on the cage, like you just said. Someone yeah. was on the cage, and Connor threw like a punch or a smack. Yeah, and then that's when that's what the other two people, the other two, the guys, other two yeah. guys on Khabib's team. There was two other guys. That jumped in the ring. I jumped in the ring. And as soon as Connor started teeing off on Connor. And two or three people were punching Connor. They were like, who you swinging on, boy? One of them walked up behind Connor and probably punched him like a good three times. Yeah. Dude in the red, we do he not, punched him like a good three times. We do not condone this at all. I condone it. The UFC, it that had to be fun the watch. best and worst thing Absolutely. that could have happened to the absolutely. UFC. Absolutely. And what my the one thing I'd like to say is the announcer in the UFC when Khabib jumped in the crowd, he's announcing it. <laughs> Khabib jumps in the crowd, <laughs> like great job to him. He's probably gonna get a raise. But <laughs> but on the same side, Dana White. I mean, you know, we've been doing a lot of segments today. You bet. This bat. is another segment, Dana White. I have beef with you. Ooh. but Dana White can do whatever he wants. It's a dictator over got there. Beef. But my beef with Dana White is. You, you created the situation. You laughed all week at the press conferences. Mm-hmm. You thought it was funny that could be that Connor made all the jokes. Mm-hmm. He's doing all this, and then Dana White wants to turn around and be mad at everyone else when, when you play with fire. What do they always say, Dariq? You get burned. But it's not, he, maybe Dana White wanted it. Here's the thing. But Dana I'm, White. But did Dana White handle that correctly? Do you agree that the that Dana White says take some credit. For, a, for this whole thing blowing up to what it was. Because if you do not condone the Conor McGregor antics and laugh at the the religious and all these making fun of his country and saying he's this and that. Some fighters can talk trash. Others, what's the only thing they know how to do, Derek? Fight. So when you talk trash and then the dude who can fight, mm-hmm. fight. It, and, and you laugh at it all week, Dana White? You have to take some responsibility, it happens. Dana I White. I think Dana White definitely has to take some responsibility for it. But here's here's how I broke it down, all right? So, one, Dana White definitely has to accept some form of responsibility for it because it's his his event. Is he handling it to the best of his ability right now? Yes. I do believe he's doing his due diligence Um, because – Khabib, I I still have to classify Khabib as the aggressor after the fight, and this and when I say Khabib was the aggressor, I'm not saying like he from the from the time the fight was scheduled until they fought, Khabib was the aggressor. Khabib had been relaxing. But Conor McGregor is not a victim. No, he's absolutely not a victim. Stop playing but, victim. But calls. here's the thing though, the thing that got to me most is I saw a lot of people defending Khabib's actions, and I mean, yeah. That's cool and all. But my, my beef with Khabib, and this brings me to a, to one of the segments that we have. I got beef. My beef with Khabib is you can't come out in a press conference and say, uh, I think the way he handles himself and the way he acts isn't a true champion. That's not a role and then model. Kids That's watching. not somebody. And then you jump a cage swinging on somebody that has nothing to do with the fight aside from coaching. Yes, they might have been talking, but that's part of the free speech that we love in America. I can say, you know, all kinds of racial slurs, curse but you also all, talk about your dead mother. But the moment you, the only thing you can't do in free speech is call for direct violence to somebody. So I can't say, punch that guy in the face. But this is my beef with anything, right? Conor McGregor, you, you and your team. Hey, it's not even about Conor McGregor at this point. There's fighting. Yeah. The best man wins. You sign a contract. Whoever wins, wins. Yeah. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor's corner. Mm-hmm. You guy lost. Be quiet. Humble yourself. That would never happen. Be quiet. Like, hold on, let me just... That would never happen be quiet, in quiet, any sport. Humble yourself. You got this. And what Conor McGregor should do, go beat him up next time. Yo, cor- yo, corners. Be quiet. Humble yourself. That's a loss. But Khabib is wrong. That would never happen, and it's only because mcgregor doesn't control his trainers and things like that yeah they're going i know that i know that sounds like a cop-out but you get everybody runs their mouth the ds corner is probably the worst they're notorious for it and a lot of people don't know it but if you watch like post fight interviews and stuff like that, the Diaz brothers are always running their mouth. When Nate's fighting, Nick's running his mouth. When Nick's fighting, Nate's running his, and they have nothing to do with the fight. So to say like, ah, oh, control your corner, like that's always gonna okay, happen. Okay, so with that so being I can't said. take anything away from that. When you jump cages and you start swinging on people because they're talking, that's different. You're the aggressor, and that, that's why I had beef with with Khabib is because. He came down on Connor for how he was acting before the You're fight, not a role model, and then literally stooped to his exact level immediately after the fight. Agreed, and that's why that's why Khabib didn't get the so he didn't get the title around his waist. But I firmly believe if that situation happens, and to speak on the Diaz brothers, right, that even means more to this. What I'm about to say, Dana White plays favoritism all the time, and what, what Connor McGregor does is right. What the Diaz brothers do is wrong, you, but in the same sense, they aren't they doing the same thing. Dana White has to stop with promoting the fighters that he likes, and I'll flat out, I'll flat out say it because I have no favoritism towards Dana White, or I mean, I like Conor McGregor. Don't get me wrong, but sell yourself. Dana White has to stop promoting the fighters that he likes. McGregor showed up late to the event. First off. There should have been some kind of penalty or fine or whatever you want to call it for that. If you know you're supposed to be scheduled somewhere at a certain time, be there. You're a professional. Part of your your contract is that you're, you're going to sell this You're getting paid millions fight. of dollars. You can show up on time. Like was, We're what not mean? asking for nothing. If, crazy. if he would have told me, hey, be here at 1, I'm going to give you 50 mil, I would have been there at 12. If Don Jones shows up late. He, they, it, the response is the same they might even cancel the fight if John Jones if, did something if someone, like that if, let's say I just hate to use him but if anyone else shows up to the fights late Dana White it's doesn't wild. like it no, And then yeah, you the whole time Dana White they were like so hey where's Conor McGregor at he was like no one's here for that I'm waiting for tomorrow. It's like, yo, then why are we having this event? Let's just all go home. Yeah. If this isn't important yeah. and this doesn't matter to the UFC, then why do we have this event that was every a, time a fight happens? That was a cop-out. It was terrible. It yeah. was a cop-out. I mean, the the events are are built based on like selling the fight even more. Like You want to see guys get face-to-face. You want to see them have to get broken up. Don't get me wrong. I understand that aspect of the sport. What you don't want to see is guys who just genuinely don't care to be there. If you don't care, don't show up. But don't show up late and then act like it. everything's cool. Yeah, like, oh, where's he, he at? I, Where, where's he at? It is what it is. I was late, but I'm here now. Don't you love me? Boo. No. Boo. No, I love professionals. Boo. You can show up and talk as reckless as you want. I actually love when Connor talks reckless. But don't show up late and then act like nothing's wrong. Yeah. Show up. If you show up late first thing out of your mouth should be i apologize to the people that had to wait on me and i don't care if you respect your opponent or not there are fans that paid money to be there or paid money to get there to wait on you and you're late agreed respect Someone, respect there, your craft there needs That's to what, be, it, what it comes down to there respect there your to craft respect happens. yourself like even if you don't respect your opponent respect your craft enough to do what you need to do but all that aside so so with that um What's next for Conor McGregor? Are we just gonna say rematch? Yeah, that's absolutely immediate rematch. Conor McGregor has already come out and said he wants an immediate rematch. Yeah, he said he's looking forward to it. Dana White hasn't said it yet, but it's going to happen because he's. Even if Conor McGregor didn't exactly earn it, Dana White loves Conor McGregor at this point. He's gonna let him fight. So they're gonna get an immediate rematch. How they will. Secure this fight. I don't know, and I'm interested All to right. see that because the, the fight only didn't only involve Conor McGregor. It involved trainers versus trainers. So are you gonna, you know, I mean, you gonna box office these guys? Yeah. Or are you gonna say they can't come now? Like you, you fight and that that's it. Like I don't know what happens there, but I do know it's it's looking a lot like Khabib might Remax. face a, a short suspension. Yeah, that's the last thing I've heard. That's um, what I've heard. Now, what is end? it, the Las Vegas committee or yeah, the athletic committee? Yeah, it's not going to be like a like a year suspension like on some John Jones type stuff. But they're going to what it looks like is they're going to take ten percent of his pay, and he's going to face a suspension. His father said, "My punishment he will said, be much uh, much harsher than Dana that's, that's White's a dad thing." Shut up. That's a dad. Shut thing. up. No, it won't. What are you going to have to run some laps? Well he going to fight? Yeah, what you going to? Yeah, you going to box your son? <laughs> He wrestled with bears. <laughs> Yo, I've seen those videos, <laughs> right? That's, That's actually funny That's it's like so a, hype. Like a six year old wrestling so a bear. And I'm just kinda like, What does this have to do with him versus Conor McGregor at all? Like I could care less what he does with a bear, but I wanna see I definitely wanna see the rematch. Um if you guys haven't seen it or don't know what we're talking about, they got it. On I advise YouTube. you to I advise you to youtube it. Go on Facebook, scroll through your friend's page. They had it on Something. Facebook momentarily. It, it People paid $100. No, I don't know what the price was. People and people were seeing the highlights. I paid 5 bucks To get in? Yeah, to get wow. into the bar that was, that had the fight, I paid 5 bucks. But it was, it was that challenge. was one of the craziest things that in was, the history of the whole entire UFC. You'll probably never see anything like that in the UFC again just because... Dana White's, even if he doesn't like change the structure of how that fight unfolded, there will definitely be tighter security measures. You will never be able to jump a cage again unless you jump from the top rim of the cage. They gonna blow the bag on security. They about to, you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna Take drop a cage within the cage. Like Sounds the of like WWE, WWE. <laughs> they yeah, build the a the hell, big in Drop it. hell in the cell. Hell in the cell. Connor got to climb what, out. That's what it's. Gonna, Whoever climbs out the cage wins. That's what it's gonna turn Vince into. McMahon, yo, shout out to Vince McMahon, Dana White. <laughs> you're a cheap man's Vince McMahon. You go out there in flip flops and athletic clothing. And you got all that money? Go wear a suit, bro. I don't know. I kind of like. The I flip hate flip it. Flops. I know some people like it because it's like humble. I'm like, ah, Man, I swear. Could you imagine if Roger Goodell walked out in draft night with, a, with, a, <laughs> a, with an athletic shirt on? Some, yeah, if, but, but if I was an athletic commissioner, I would do that. I would. Be, I, I wouldn't would. have my toes out. I'd don't be get me wrong. Out. But I would be comfortable. as I don't know out what lose. jeans like, nah. jeans. <laughs> <laughs> it's that easy wearing Louis. I'd wear like jeans and a polo or something like that. Like, Yo, Roger, I'm here. If I was getting Roger Goodell money, boy, I'd walk out Gucci Louis. <laughs> all of it. It's like, nah. I'm good. Nah, but I don't like it. Whatever. UFC, <laughs> that was crazy. On to the next topic. It's time. You've been waiting. Week five. Some people, they probably fast forwarded to this part. It's time. Yeah. But- NFL, week five. I'm not gonna waste any time to read. Let's get into it. The Philadelphia Eagles uh, thoughts. Uh, uh. For one, let me just say this: uh, I saw the power rankings that came out this week, and they're ranked number nine. Get I don't think off. I don't think they should even be in the top ten. And I hate to say that because, as you, for those of you who don't know, I am a die-hard Eagles fan. I mean, like I really ride with this team. At one point when i was younger i was so emotional i had to stop watching games for a year because they were losing and i would get pissed off and it would ruin my entire day like i would walk around mad as hell my mom would be like what's wrong i be- Philly lost that's what's wrong what do you mean your mom or i would like your just not come out my room for like a mom, while like mom, I, mom mom. I was a sensitive boy at that point mom, but <laughs> i ain't feeling so <laughs> I matured um but nonetheless they they're not playing like a top 10 team right now they're a game and a half back. Uh, don't get me wrong the division's still open because the leader of the division are the redskins right now and they're three and three they got no three and two because they, they got had a bye week cut early. up they drew breeze slid him up you knew that was gonna happen drew Sh- breeze shout out drew breeze shout I out say congratulations. congratulations shout out on becoming the all-time <laughs> passing leader drew breeze now it's it's drew Peyton, Peyton, far in that order yeah, out so that's a that's a good group of guys to be among. That just shows you how much of a class side act and how successful of a career Drew Brees has had. So jumping back on the Eagles, jump back on the Eagles. Fletcher Cox restructures the contract. Whoa and Whoa. Jay he's out for the season. Jay Jai torn ACL. Does it really make that big of a difference? Absolutely not. The running game has not been that effective. Jay Jai had one solid game. I guess you could account for that. He scored two touchdowns in the one game. Aside from that, he hasn't really been that effective this year. And I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. I don't wish him bad for his career, but you guys probably watched him play his last game as a Philadelphia Eagle because he's on a contract year. And unless he's willing to take a huge pay cut coming in the next season, it's not going to happen. He won't be returning. So thank you for all you've done. Jay Ajayi, we appreciate your services. But champs. you're probably out of town. Um, so with the contract being restructured, Fletcher I've Fletcher Cox, yeah, restructured his contract was, to, like, free up six mil. Oh. If they trade Nick Foles... In a, in a deal to Big acquire dig somebody, that will be another 11 mil. Big dig so dig. that leaves them with roughly around like 17 mil, probably somewhere around that number. You could get a guy for a year rental if you need to. I'm hearing all kinds of trade talks. Le'Veon Bell. They've denied Le'Veon Bell openly, but I think it's just to keep the competition away. Because if you say, hey, I don't want this guy, the price doesn't go up and you can eventually pull the rug out from underneath them. They've came out and said I don't want when they when Namdi Asomwa was a free agent. Corner from o- Oakland Raiders ended up being a huge bust, but when he was a free agent, initially the initial report was that Philadelphia was not interested in Namdi Asomwa. Out of nowhere, within like 3 days of that report, and I'm not saying it, it it'll happen that soon if they go after Le'Veon. out of 3 days within that initial report, Namdi Asomwa signs with the Philadelphia Eagles, and everybody's blown out into the water. They're like, whoa, what do you mean? They said he wasn't interested. Of course they said that, because if they say they're interested, the price goes up. Other teams now have to match that. Less competition, less money, that equals higher success rate to getting a player. I'm also hearing potential David Johnson, Arizona Cardinals running back. I want to hear about the next person you're going to say. I. I'm also hearing LaShawn McCoy potential reunion. And this isn't like just hoobla because they've reached out to the Bills twice about acquiring LaShawn McCoy, which means they're adjusting the price. Where's Chip Kelly at? <laughs> Chip, Chip I, called I the- think. I called Buffalo up and was like, yo, I got LaZone McCoy. I think Chip's back in college. college. Let me get Kiko Alonzo. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Yeah, that was crazy. He he really butchered Philly. Yo, y'all got Kiko? He set them back probably like another like six years. I got LaZone McCoy. y'all got Kiko? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was bad. I remember I was like, I was really praying like Kiko Alonso worked out. and LaSalle McCoy would want to be an eagle again. Yeah, absolutely. He's come out and said like he loves Philly. Like he's always loved playing in Philly. Um, do I want him back? No. He, he still has to face those charges. That's still up in the air. That's never been resolved. I don't know if like th- there's been some under the table payoff or something. I haven't heard anything about it in a while, but you know how things can pop back up in the yeah, NFL real quick in a in a heartbeat. Yeah, all it takes so, is him go to court you run Guilty it's done. Yeah, do I really want to you know trade away a player potentially a pick for somebody who might be suspended? No, David Johnson, I would actually be interested in. Okay, um, even though he's coming off the of an injury and he was out for the year, he's been relatively healthy. He produces around the same numbers as Le'Veon Bell. He's normally in the top five running back conversation. So if he can do that with Arizona, I can only imagine what he'll do with Philly. Le'Veon Bell, obviously that's my first choice. To me, he's the best running back in the NFL. He's um, fresh too. He's going to give you that second half fresh legs yeah, oh, push, yeah. Running hard, oh, but yeah. everybody else is tired. But the, the, the only thing downside to Le'Veon is the contract situation because wince Wentz has been with the team for two years now. Um his contract's gonna come up and eventually you're gonna need to clear some money. Le'Veon Bell wants more of a four or five year deal. Wentz's contract is gonna be up in three. So within those those years, you're gonna have to have that money to pay him because Wentz isn't going anywhere. It's an, it's probably so not. So maybe happen. maybe get Lavon Le'Veon on a rental? It you might. You might, but, but do you, how I much are you, are you giving away? I don't giving up for a rental. Yeah. How how much are you giving away yeah. for this rental? If you believe you can bring a guy in and convince him to stay, I would do it. But if not, move on, look elsewhere. Yeah. But real quick, Browns win. Browns field goal team. Fe- what was it? all field goals? All field goals. Browns win though. The the Browns might get to those six wins. It's looking better every week. I predicted it earlier on in the year. I had a lot of doubters then. I still have some doubters now. But those numbers are dwindling, and it's because people are starting to believe in Believe-land. Excuse me, Cleveland. And you know why? It's because they took out Tyrod Taylor, and they put in the passing element, elevator. Baker Baker, Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, the gunslinger, the young Brett Favre-like. That's what they call him. That's what I hear, anyways. But they're they're a lot more exciting to watch. Speaking of Brett Favre and his former team, the Green Bay Packers kicker Mm. misses five field goals this week. Mm. When is there a point where you're like, yo, you miss five, you might have to sit down. Mason, Mason Crosby, he's a veteran too. You might be done. He's a veteran. I mean, don't get me wrong, they might let him finish out the rest of the season. But if you have another performance like that, it's expect to be cut. It's unacceptable. Expect to be cut. He got me negative 9 points in my fantasy league. So, I I lost by more than 9, but the point is I can't have a kicker giving me negative 9. Yeah. So, I'm gonna sit you for the rest of the season. Yeah. I'm putting Cody Parkey in from Chicago Bears. So, Mason Crosby, thank you for being cut. You're next. You're um, done. I have one question real quick. I wrote this down. Shoot. Are the Chargers a team to watch? Dark horse. Are they? Dark Horse. Dark Horse in the AFC. Reason being is because they're always competitive. Philip Rivers. So they're going to be around. all right. Philip Rivers, Rivers is a gunslinger, for those of you who don't know. They have offensive threats. Gordon. uh, They got the the one kid who's real fast. He caught two touchdowns like two weeks ago. I forget his name. They have Keenan Allen. So they have offensive threats. They have defensive talent. 100%. And they're going to get Joey Boza back. Oh, So they're only going to get better. You Now, you might not get Boza back until like week eight, maybe week nine. But when you do get him back, you know he instantly makes your team better. So absolutely, they're a team to watch. Keep an eye out on them. Because if they can come out with a winning record and then get Boza back and only have maybe like three or four losses, that's a dangerous team. Do you Mm. really want to play them? Yeah, Chargers. You are on the watch list. So definitely, definitely watch them. Steelers, they dominated. Whoop the Falcons. Dominated the Falcons. The Falcons are injury depleted right now, though. They lost both of their starting safeties. The corners have always been soft. They need some linebacker help. It's looking really bad for Atlanta. I think their season's done. Quick side note. If you go on my Twitter... At 856 Philly. And this isn't a plug attempt. 856 Philly. But if you go on there, I my pen tweet is that DeAndre Hopkins will have a better fantasy year than Julio Jones. And reason being is because I got into a heated discussion with about three or four Falcon fans on Twitter one day. And I told them that DeAndre Hopkins would have a better fantasy year than Julio Jones. And I, in fact, told them. Don't went, at me. I went say as don't far me. to tell them. That DeAndre Hopkins is a better wide receiver than Julio Jones. And I still stand by it. Reason being is because Hopkins has less targets, more touchdowns. Less red zone targets, more touchdowns. Julio was tied for first with red zone targets. And he had three touchdowns last year. Okay? You heard that? Even if I take that away. Let's let's just take that away real quick. We can look at them in the week-by-week standpoint. You look at Julio Jones. He was held catchless the second half. Catchless? Do you think A.B. could ever be held catchless? It, and you don't even have to be a Steelers fan to answer, that's a definite no. A.B. will never be held catchless by any stretch of the imagination unless he tears his ACL and doesn't play. If you are one of the best receivers in the game, you cannot go an entire second half without touching the ball one time. And you don't tell me Matt Ryan didn't look his way because he did. Don't tell me it's play calling because they don't decide, oh, hey, don't pass the ball to Julio the entire second half, but we're going to call these plays, boy. Yeah, what well, game plan is like don't give it to Julio? That ever. doesn't – you can't blame that on play calling. Don't blame his quarterback because at the end of the day, Matt Ryan, as much as he is a choke artist, he's still a top five guy. DeAndre Hopkins is better than Julio Jones. Check me out on Speaking- Twitter. Even if you want to debate it, I will. Eight a- five six Philly. To this day, I'll, I'll debate it. Odell Beckham, finally. Finally. I remember you texting me before that game, and you said, who gets a touchdown first today, Odell? And then moments later. Or Julio. I answered back quick, and I said, Odell. Odell. And then minutes later. He's kind of offended, too. And then minutes later. I texted derek I said, yo, who you think is getting a touchdown first? He called me on the phone. <laughs> I said, Mike. <laughs> huh? Huh? My, my, huh? Would, you, would you ask me? Huh? It's Odell, of course. Are you good, bro? Are you okay? Do you need me to come over? You straight? <laughs> but Odell threw one and I think he caught one as yeah. well. Yeah. It's crazy. Odell Beckham. That's crazy. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on that team. They're yikes. Um The Giants are yikes. Did we had last week we had the game to watch? Mm-hmm. Chiefs, Jags. What happened? The Chiefs might be the real deal. I hate to say it because every year we say it. I hate we I, say I, it I know, every year. I know, but I logically it, it's sound. It's it's fail proof. Is it is it truer this year than in more in past years? I don't know, or is it could be this? I think I think they're more equipped to deal with a playoff scenario this year, and I think it has something to do with coaching. I hate to say that as well because they got Big Red over there, Andy Reid, former Philadelphia Eagles coach. He'll get you to the playoffs, but I don't think he'll bring you to the promised land. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're winning the Super Bowl, but they'll give you a run for your money. They're going to have a, a challenge coming up threat. soon. Dual threat quarterback. They're going to have to deal with um, the, the Chiefs are going to play the Bengals, one, and then they're going to play. This is soon. I, I believe the Chiefs are playing the Bengals next week, and then after that, they're going to have to play the Patriots. That's going to be a thriller. Young yeah, I saw that coming up. Young Pat Mahomes versus the goat Brady versus the good. That's going to be a good game. So you guys are definitely going to want want to watch that out. Bengals and Rams game of the week? Is it? Game of the week? Anything the Rams are involved in I want to watch. I know. They're I so exciting watch. right now. They're just and they they had a thriller too if what? you watched yeah, last right. week who versus saw, Seattle. Who put that money up? Okay, but I will say this: statistically speaking, Seattle is really good at home. There, it's hard to go into Seattle and win. The Philadelphia Eagles didn't found like that Seattle out. Showed up at the field and was like, "Yo, yeah, they, what up? Oh, you think we you Yo, gonna we, run us over? Can we run that? Yeah, they were like, listen, this Yo, Seattle, y'all getting work. Yo, y'all getting work. I hate when people do that. Yo, Y'all getting in work. Let me run some routes. Yeah." <laughs> Pull up, you pull, up couple? pull up to a pickup game. Yeah, I could get in. Yo, who are you? Yeah. I don't even know what position I would put you at. Don't, <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> hey, yo, whose man is this? Yeah. Thursday night, we talked about the Eagles. Yikes. Now, do you have anything else on Week Five? We uh, talk about anything else on Week Five? No. Aside from you having to watch the Eagles game, because this is really gonna tell you if the Eagles are in. Dire trouble or not if they can't beat the Giants Thursday if they can't beat the Giants this Thursday the Eagles are in some trouble and when I say trouble I don't mean like ah let's see how the season develops I mean like we're talking like might end up with a top 10 draft pick trouble I'm I'm that I'm as serious as a heart attack right now they cannot beat the Giants they are in trouble they will have a uh, they will have an under 500 season I'll make that as a prediction right now they can't beat the New York Giants. They'll have an under five hundred season, and they might finish third in the NFC East. Philly, really? it's definitely time to wake up. Wake up? I, are they gonna wake up? Is this something that we can just keep I, saying wake up? No, like, I think is they it need. way to, bigger than I need, that? I think they need to acquire an actual threat at running back so it's before way bigger they can than wake, wake up. up. It's bigger than wake up. Okay. It's bigger than this. Is bigger than rap. For those of y'all who don't understand this is bigger than rap. You said this real like, rap life Speaking is of real, of like. It's full throttle. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Speaking of congratulations. Speaking of congratulations though, I just want to give a quick shout out to DeAndre Hawkins. Oh. Please tell me you watched the you watched the Cowboys game? I didn't. Texas versus Texas. I didn't. It's the Texans versus I was about the Cowboys. Play on baseball. How can you first off, Cowboys, how can you be Americans team when you ain't even Texas's Texas. team? Texas. How how can Texas. you how can you be America's team when you ain't even Texas's team? That's the Texans' team. That's dead this year. The Patriots are Americans' team. Yeah, they probably they are the But Cowboys. nonetheless, shout out to DeAndre Hopkins. Last minute, they need they need to move up the field to get a field goal. Hopkins gets it probably like gets it at I don't know. I want to say like the let's let's say the forty on on the forty gets it on the forty catches it in stride, starts running, spin cycle. Two guys. Probably takes the ball sixty yards up the field. They kick a field goal, go on and win. Not mm. only that, but on mm. the last on the last uh Cowboys offensive snap, DeAndre Hopkins got in the backfield, played some defense. He played safety. Mm. They threw a Hail Mary. DeAndre Hopkins batted it down. He's probably the best receiver when it comes to high pointing the ball at the point of attack. When it's highest in the air, for those of you who don't know, that's when you jump up, ball's highest in the air, you're the first guy to touch it. DeAndre Hopkins, there is no one that does that better than him. Shout out to DeAndre Hopkins. So let's let's uh let's We're gonna some... jump into this week six. Let's We're gonna do go some through week some six of games. All right, so the game I wrote down is like something I would want to watch. Chargers okay. Browns. Mm. I just want to watch the Browns. I that's, don't know. That's gonna be interesting. Watching the Browns. Everybody wants to watch the Browns right now, you know why? they about to get six wins. That's why. Uh, They're about to get six. I don't know if that's going to happen this week, though. Dolphins, Bears? I'm going to go... That sounds like it's going to be all right. That sounds all right. I'm going to go Bears. I think they have the defense to back it up. Patriots, Chiefs are this week. That's this week? This week. Oh. Sunday night. Actually, we're going to get 20 that's gonna be a good one. Game of the week. I didn't think it was gonna be Sunday night. That's gonna be a good one. That's definitely one you're gonna have to watch. Man, there's so many good games this week. You got, you, you got the um the Rams, the Rams game, and now the Chiefs game. I don't. Well, yeah. the Rams is at four, so we we should yeah, be able Rams, to get that. Rams Broncos at four. That would be good. Packers will play Monday night against the 49ers. No, I uh, uh, Packers. I won't be watching Monday night. Uh, Steelers, Bengals, Vikings, Cardinals. The, the Bengals are about to lose to the Steelers. Steelers might get hot. Nah, I don't think so. What if Le'Veon Bell comes back and they go on a run? This is like fantasy, but... What if? What? If? I'm tired of the Steelers, He's honestly. Sorry. Yeah. They're, if we think about it, I might get some hate for this. They're a choke artist team as it's well. It's kind of a trash storyline. They're a choke artist team as well. They can never beat New England. It doesn't matter the scenario. It doesn't matter if you give them 20 points before the game somehow they'll find a way to lose don't blame it on the catch don't blame it on the refs. none of that i don't want to hear none of that y'all had multiple chances to beat new england and still haven't show me something yeah so i i think that's i think that's pretty much it for this week nfl should be exciting i don't know this week doesn't look too crazy I a few well, good games. Some, you got some good games. Some few good games. You got some good games. And one the one I'm most interested in is definitely the Chiefs Patriots because this will be like the Chiefs like That might that iron. might it may be a preview. This is the bar of setter of the championship game. Yeah. Could be a preview. It's the bar setter. I will say this, I'd rather the Chiefs lose this game. Yeah. They need I feel to... like if they win, Bill Belichick will never lose a second time. <laughs> That's why I I'm okay. If the Chiefs lose this game and they see them in the AFC Championship, they'll win. But if if they if they if they beat them right now, they'll lose yeah, the NFC Like a champ- few years ago, AFC Championship. A few years ago, Tom Brady went to Kansas City, played that horrible game, mm-hmm. got beat up. They were like, "Tom, it's done. Patriots dynasty's over." And then here we the go. The franchise is done. And then here we go back went, up the hill. He went to Super Bowl. Back up the goes hill. Goes to the Super Bowl again. <laughs> And it goes one more time <laughs> after this. That that normally happens with the Patriots, though. If if a team beats them like pretty good, and in, in the uh, season, regular season, if they see them in the playoffs, they just kill them. Yeah. They kill them, and that's why I hate the Tired Patriots. Tired of the Patriots. Tired of them. Yeah. But you know who I don't uh, who, who I'd rather see win. I'd rather see the Chargers get one. Yeah, I want. I think Philip Rivers has done enough for the game where win he the, deserves one. Win a title. Win the whole thing. Uh, the whole see, shit a bang. Pipe dream. The whole. It's a pipe dream. We're gonna make a segment called a "Whole Shit Bang." Fantasy pipe dream. Yeah, we definitely have <laughs> like, to. We'll, we would we'll just talk for like you. 10 15 minutes, like <laughs> things that don't make sense, it's things like, that would, would never happen. It's like, yo, LeBron's going to the Warriors. I would never want to see if that happened. The I would NFL, stop watching, I would stop watching uh basketball done 100 <laughs> until both until all those players retired. So it'd be a while, it'd be like a good 15 20 years yeah. before I watch basketball again, but be done. NFL's about to I mean NBA's about to tip off. Tip the off. NFL's in full swing. I
1: don't Baseball. know about y'all,
0: but I'm excited for that Boston Sixers game. Mike wasn't really hyped for it, but I, I know mad people out there told. that are that are yeah. excited for it. I'm excited for I hate it. the Celtics, so whatever the Celtics do, I don't really follow. Well I hate the Celtics. The but Boston Boston I Boston Garden a good, if T D if TD, whatever team. Boston Garden burned down, I wouldn't like to see it. <laughs> Ruthless. <here. laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Boston Roofless. Celtics fans if you're listening. Go Luke Lakers. <laughs> Y'all trash. That green looked bad on the floor. Look bad Dasty. on the floor. It don't even look like money. purple and gold. Purple and gold. Y'all till won I a fold. bunch of championships when there was like Bob the electrician. <laughs> Joey the milkman was out there working a second job. Yo, he's straight disrespecting right now. Shout out. I got to get this man off the air. Yo, if you guys have been here, if you sticked around for the entire thing. Thank, thank you. you. I got to kick the outro off yeah. or Boston come up here in <laughs> yeah. the podcast yeah. for us. I need the right color. all talking crazy. I need the right color. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So, Boston, we giving you. I'm giving. <laughs> you giving Boston straight facts. That, that, that work. work. That, that work. That <laughs> work. But if you guys yeah. have been here. This is Sports Talk Episode 6. we like to thank you for listening. Thank you. Derek Haddon, co host Mike Gomez. If you haven't yet, follow this man on Twitter at Baby gomez do oh, I have to ask. I'm gonna say it until I die. A56. I'm gonna have silly. it written on my tombstone. We also got a YouTube channel that will come out with some videos from here yeah, and there. Yeah, we haven't put out content for that in a while, yeah. but we'll get to we'll it. I actually, something. I think I might cover a little bit of a Monday game. On uh on Twitter, if you yeah. guys want to see that, I'll probably I'll actually. Like, you know what? I'll jump on at halftime. How about that? Yeah. I'll, I'll do a live stream from my phone, quick little like 15 minute breakdown of what I think's going on, what's happening, and we'll do that at halftime. So If good. you guys want to check that out, uh, that's also gonna be a sports talk promotion because yeah, we're we're gonna be talking about the game, but it's gonna be through sports talk. So, you guys, if that's something you guys are interested in. Hop on Twitter, check yeah. it out. You gotta follow us though, because I don't know how else you're gonna see yeah, it. Definitely, your Dari, remember that fifty-dollar gift card? I that, don't even know who won that. I don't think anybody. That's won gone. That. I spent it. I drank all. If you listen before, I drank all the, <laughs> before, I drink I drank f- all the wine coolers. <laughs> I drink my fifty away. I drank the wine coolers, <laughs> the, the six pack. I don't even drink. Nobody won fifty dollars that I day. Drink. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, but it was weird, but but. This is Sports Talk, Big Brother Sports Talk. You have to search it, Big Brother Sports Talk, Spotify. It's not on Apple. What's going on, Apple? I need that. Holl at me. I need a deal. Yeah. I need a contract. How much time can he spend <laughs> on intro? Yeah, Apple but, like act like they ain't trying to put yeah, us, us on. The we've been podcast. trying for those of y'all who are this curious is about six. that Week six. I've been waiting weeks since week one. Week six. So we got we got six episodes we've been trying to get on Apple's podcast and like yo, I don't know. They yo. I feel like they trying to blackball yo, us on Tim. some. On some Colin Kaepernick, yo Tim, yo Tim too. I feel like I'm being blackballed. Like yo. I might have to go to Apple start protesting. You know what, Apple? We on. don't support Kaepernick. <laughs> 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 nah, shout out to Nike. But we're gonna wrap up this podcast. Definitely. If you made it this far, thank you again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Post Malone, we need to get a little deal so we can get yeah, you. Yeah, we've been you. Sag- yeah, yeah we're like and It's not weeks. even. It's not even that great. Yeah. <laughs> Cut me a little check or something. Yeah, but Sports Talk, Big Brother Sports Talk, Episode 6.